Hello, listeners. This episode is a little shorter than usual, and this isn't because we cut our session early or anything, but in this chapter, one of our players has to deal with a sexual situation that some may find unsettling. It was a natural progression of the scene, but I know that it's not for everyone. If you're sensitive to intense and not non-violent sexual situations, you may want to do some fast-forwarding when it comes up. This won't be a frequent occurrence on our podcast, but I do let the players explore situations as they see fit. We're supremely comfortable with one another as friends, but even this got a little awkward. After our credits, we have a nice impromptu discussion of morality versus justice that touches on the context of our game, but also ventures into the philosophical. We hope you enjoy. Thank you. Welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. It didn't take long for Count Valance to spread the word about our outlaws. Now, a fast courier is not always the most reliable, Jeremiah was not immune to the proclivities of youth, and Vale was not opposed to taking advantage of the situation. You know, there's an old saying about not killing the messenger, but sayings aren't laws. And not all messengers come in peace. Arnis is playing music in the background. You asked this young man, what did he have in mind? Yes. Oh, well, you know, I'm going to rent a room here tonight, but I'll be off on my horse tomorrow. You care to join me? Why do we have to wait till tonight? <laughs> oh, my lord. Can I hear all of this over what I'm playing? Like, if I'm purposefully yes, listening? Yes, you can hear this. Roll me a persuasion real quick. I'm giving her the, like, what the fuck are you... Yes. Well, you know... You go over here. Well, you know, I've already paid for the room, and it'd be a shame for it to go to waste. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what to say at that. Whatever you want. The room's already paid for. Just stay, let's go there now. Well, yeah, that's what I thought I was saying with the last thing I just said. Oh, I thought you meant leaving on the like leaving the city. No, now. no, no, no. What I meant was, why do we have to wait to do anything? Oh, that's not what I got. Oh, my You're bad. bad anyway. My oh, bad. I or I am classically bad at receiving. <laughs> Let's go with that one, because it is far closer to true. Well, yeah. I would be uh, interested in seeing this room. Just a moment, then. And he <laughs> goes up to the counter. Does he take asks, the bag with him? It's around his shoulder. Oh, yes, okay. it's still with him. And he asks if there's any way he could take the food with him. As he slips her a couple go. more coins. And the lady behind the bar agrees. And she comes out a little bit later with a bowl, wraps it up in a cloth, hands it to him. He takes it. He offers you his arm. I take it. Shall we? Is the musical accompaniment joining them? 
As I see him getting this bowl together, I'm just kind of starting to, like, leave. (laughs) So I'm going to go out before them and, like, go back toward the cart a little bit. Okay. To see if I can see where they go. All right. Darn. You got through your items. Wait a few minutes, and eventually Artis comes back out of this little cafe. And immediately stops playing, and I can only assume just shakes his head. What was that? What would you like to do? So I see her come out? See him come out. Meanwhile, Sam and his buddy are still discussing numbers. I'm still just going to wait in the cart. I don't need to draw attention to myself right now. Okay. Yeah, All right, I will ask him what's up. I'm, I'm back to the carts? Yeah, I'm headed right. back toward the cart so that I can keep an eye on where this guy's going. Sam and his buddy are arguing over like price per gallon of salted fish. And what do you want to do? I want to watch for where he goes. A couple minutes later, young, eager Jeremiah... And Kara emerged from this little cafe. He's got her on one arm, bag over his shoulder. He's got a bowl of biscuits and gravy with him. That's what he. That's what he ordered. That's some good food right there. That's good eating. So he's got that nice and warm in one hand. Kara probably less warm in the other. <laughs> and they start heading off down in the other direction. What would the two of you like to do? What would anybody like to do? I'm not sure what to do at this point. I was pretty sure this wasn't the plan. I don't know what to do. I'm going to just watch and see if she gives me some sort of, like, follow me, don't follow me signal. But other than that, I'm just going to kind of watch where they go, like, the direction that they head, and then maybe follow at a, like, really far distance. You going to ask your monk friend to join you? We have to leave somebody with the cart. We can't, like... And, you know, get him to wait for us to return. Mm -hmm. To be fair, you guys are in a fort city right now. And he is right outside of the entrance to the fort proper. I don't know if you still feel that safe, but it's much safer than being on the road. So if you wanted to take Darwin with you. Well, except, I mean, I guess it's safe for the goods. It's not safe for us, personally. What good is it going to do you if Darwin is off with the carts and doesn't know you're getting murdered? I guess guess, Never mind. But if I get seen, then it's trouble for all of us, eh? Only if anybody knows what you look like. Which they wouldn't yet. Not yet, but that word's going to be spreading eventually. Okay. We have to tell what's-his-name. Sam? Yeah. Otherwise, he's going to... As long as he holds for us, we're fine. Yeah, just tell... I'm at the car. You can tell me to stay here. Just tell me what you mean to do. Also an option. All right. I need you to make sure that Sam doesn't leave without us. We have to take care of something, and it's going a little sideways, as everything seems to. Okay. We'll be back. Okay. So you're staying with the car? Yeah. So I can tell Sam not to leave. Sam and his buddy eventually come to an agreement. He's going to be able to offload about half of his salted fish here and some of his shells for a decent amount of money, he thinks. Nice. Well, so your friends are busy in the city then? Yeah, they said they'd be back in a bit. All right. To leave without them, etc. You know how long they're going to be? Shouldn't be long, I don't think. Okay. They didn't exactly say. You grab a drink? Uh, On me? I should probably stay in the car, but you go ahead. Want me to bring some back? Sure, why not? All right. He whistles to Sniffins to follow him, and the two of them head off. And he's going to go haggle for a bottle of booze, and eventually he'll make his way back to you. He'll pull out a couple of wooden glasses, and he'll pull out a wooden bowl, too, and he'll pour a little bit down for Sniffins. (laughs) The three of you can drink together. (laughs) How much do you intend to drink? Sorry, how long do you intend to drink here? As little as possible without being rude. Okay. Okay. I don't drink a ton. Just curious. Just curious. This okay. is probably not the time to start. You share a nice drink. It is weak rum that he was able to pick up. But it's something good. It'll help keep you warm on a cold night, definitely. Nice. But a glass or two won't get you drunk. Good. 
We're going to return over to Jeremiah and Kara. Awesome. With Aranus stalking behind them. And you head down around the Tower of the Fort, turn, go to that side. Eventually, Jeremiah will lead you to a nice little two-story establishment. It's rather long, and he escorts you in. Wonderful. I follow, playing over the while the coquettish young woman, or doing my best to play it. He asks you to take a seat and wait a moment in the lobby. He's going to grab the key. I will do just that. From the desk. Roll me perception. Say 15. As he goes up to get the key, you can clearly see him paying at the same time. (laughs) Before he turns to you, says, we're upstairs, overlooking the walkway. It's very nice. It's very quaint view. I will uh, let him lead me to where we're going. Arnis, what are you doing? Um, They've gone inside this building. This is clearly like a room for rent type place. I don't particularly have a need to go in. Is there somewhere sort of like inconspicuous I can just kind of hang out? Like Outside? Yeah. Sure. I mean, are there people walking around? And yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah. Okay, in which There's... case then I'll just, you know, hang to the side of the road, look like I'm taking a rest. And... There's a lot of soldiers going to and fro. Some of them are on duty, some of them are off duty. There's a lot of shops and just other people, citizens. It's plenty busy. Like I said, it's very dense. Perfect. So if you want to chill outside, you can. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And just kind of keep an eye on the, on the front door. Okay. You keep an eye on the front door. It is a rather nice door. It's wooden. It's a little arched at the top. It's got one of those little metal, like, door thing. People's metal grates people. at the top where you can open up the little door and see who it is. On your way upstairs, Kara, Jeremiah is going to buy a bottle of wine from the uh, the bar inside to take upstairs. Wonderful. You go up. He unlocks the room. It's small. Mm-hmm. There's a bed probably about the size of a double. Got it. There's a little table, a little chair, a little wash basin, pitcher of water, and a little closet. He sets his stuff down, grabs a glass from his bag, and he pours one for you, and he takes a swig out of the bottle, and he hands the glass to you. Okay. Uh, so I take a, a small sip of it, and... Um, this it's is quite really... good. Oh, that's it's good. A, it's, a little, it's, it's a little sweet, good. but it's pretty good. I want to comment on the quality of wine. But then I tell him, but I'm not here for um, oh, please, please, I I insist it's, I bought this specially just for the two of us, and he takes another nice long drag off of it. And I take another small sip, and she said, and, and I say, well, my, why, you can't, why, how, bleh, 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 I'm not good at the seduction over here. Um, <laughs> um, you just instantly become a ball of awkward, I'm not good at seduction, no, what do uh, I do with no, my I'm, hands? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying player, not character, good with seduction. No, I, I know, um, I know. I say, uh, your, your, uh, your drinking ability is so impressive. Um, I'm sure you could drink that whole thing at, uh, right now. No, I, I bought it for the two of us. And I like to draw out the pleasure, not consume it all at once. Oh, my oh, lord. Well, if you like to draw it out, then let's try this. And I pull out my rope. Oh, <laughs> got kinky really quick. And I just stare him, try to uh, give him my best come-hither stare, and I say, take off your clothes. <laughs> Not where I thought this was going at all. <laughs> Roll me a persuasion. Crits! Awesome. He rips his shirt off, 
takes a swig from the bottle. He fills yours up, and he kind of pushes it up towards your mouth. Oh, I'll take a sip. Okay. He's going to kiss you hard and fast right on the lips, then. Uh, uh, okay, well, uh, we'll receive it, and then I'm going to push him back onto the bed and say, take off the rest of your clothes. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to take his clothes off. He says, well, I've already taken off my shirt. Perhaps you could take something off of yours. I'm going to see if he goes for this, and I'm going to just be like, that's not how this goes, little boy. <laughs> oh, God. Roll me another persuasion. That is a seven. Come on. Just just the coat. So Just the outerwear. Take off my bag, and I undo the belt that has my rapier on it, and I throw it on the floor, and I undo the first few buckles of my armor. Is there still wine in your glass? Yes. Not. Let's say I drank like... A quarter of it. I'm trying not to get my wits okay. lost. He takes a swig from your glass and goes to kiss you again. This time I push him away playfully. Roll athletics. Athletics, okay. 18. You push him down with such force that the wine comes spitting out of his mouth onto the sheets, let's say. He doesn't seem to care much. Uh, and he begins pulling off his boots. <laughs> He's pulling off his boots. He's got his shirt off, right? Yes. Okay. Then I'm going to... I'm going to straddle him and I start trying to tie him down to the bed. The entire time playfully whispering to him. Okay. Roll survival. That's a four. And roll constitution saving throw. It's twelve. You start to feel lightheaded. Okay. And you find your fingers fumbling at the knots. He's going to flip you over. Okay. You can roll athletics or acrobatics. It's an acrobatics, and it's mm. a seven. You rolled a fourteen on the die. Yeah. He's going to grab the rope and attempt to start tying you up instead. While the world just gets a bit tilty. Can I, like, at this point, go? She's usually quicker about things than this. <laughs> oh, we're gonna speed it up right now. Am I, am I allowed you, to... Had the two of you talked about what the plan no, was? No, there was no communication. Because I I assumed that the plan was to just steal it off of him in the cafe, but that whatever this was was plan B, but I didn't assume it would take very long. Okay, um... Yes. I can start you could assume that concerned. something's Amiss. not quite right. Okay. And this guy, he grabs the rope, and he's tied your right hand to the bed. Roll me another constitution saving throw. It's a 16. You manage to keep your consciousness as he pulls a dagger out from his belt. You passed your constitution saving throw, which means you're awake to hear him say this to you as he brings the dagger closer to your throat. Did you think I wouldn't recognize your friend there in the cafe? Fucker. I don't know who that is. (laughs) Is that what you say? What friend? That's exactly what I say is what friend. He's going to... Try to tie your other hand to the bedpost here. Unless you want to try to stop him. I was going to try and stab him with a dagger in my boot. You going to wait for him to answer your question? Well, if okay. it's an option of either letting him tie me up or letting no, 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 me no, speak, sorry, sorry. I'm going to stab him. I didn't know if there was a point where you wanted to interject. I was just going to keep going, having him do him until you did something. I'll, if he okay. starts to do anything more than what he's already done, yeah, I'm going to try okay. and stab him. We'll resolve the questioning first before he goes to tie you up. So, you say... Uh, what friend? What friend, yeah. yeah. I saw you together on that cart when I first came in. Did you think a little bit of dirt on his face would hide him? It's still the same loot. Not a lot of musicians around here. Okay. Yeah, then at that point I stab him. We're going to need to roll initiative then. That's an eight. 
he rolled lower. Wonderful. So, he rolled a three on the die. So you can see him getting ready to, like, he's tied another loop in the rope to secure around your hand. But you do get to act first. And I'm going to, I'm just, like, literally draw, and I'm going, like, for the, the heart stab. Okay. But if I have to, like, around. Uh, he's got an arm tied at this point. Mm-hmm. Got one hand tied, but that's not how, how tight is that knot? It's tight enough that you're going to have to, like, work to get out of it. Got it. But you're, you can stab him with your other hand. Sure. Mm-hmm. I roll attack. It's a 19. That's going to hit. He took his shirt off. Bare-chested, boy. Five damage. Okay. You reach up. He kind of swivels a little bit, but you still catch him good on the side. You can see some blood dripping down. He grabs his dagger and turns it for a plunging motion. Oh, it's going to be like that then, huh? And he's going to just try to stab you down there on the bed. You were wearing your armor before? Yep. Still wearing it. Yeah, okay. I, I know you did the first couple buckles. What kind of armor is it? Leather. Let's say it's a minus one. Just because there's Got a chance it. he could get in there okay. where he opened it up. Yeah, okay. He rolled a two, so nice. it's not going to matter. Nice. He was caught off guard by your stabbing. He just assumed you were with some criminal and not a criminal yourself. That was a poor decision on his part. Yeah. <laughs> Arnis. You decided things were a little slow, so you decided to head into the hotel, or into this building. What are you doing once you get inside? There's a clear lobby area with some uh, with some chairs, a nice little couch. Well, There's I a desk there with someone behind it. I don't know where they went, so I'm going to talk to a number of rooms. I'm going to talk to the clerk, uh, the sure. person at the desk. Ah, how can I help you, hon? Well, a friend of mine came in uh, not too long ago, and I'm... Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Trying to decide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Insinuate the three-way? Is that where you're headed? No, no, no. <laughs> wow. that's not, no, that's not it at all. Um, so they do not have hourly rates at <laughs> okay. that kind of place? Sorry. Um, a friend of mine came in a little while ago, and uh, she was with uh, someone who's not her boyfriend. I'm really hoping you can tell me where they are. <laughs> Look, hon, you're going to have to be a little more specific. You know, we get people checking in every day. Um, How recently? What was your friend's name? What they, was their not-boyfriend's name? So, they they just came in 20 minutes ago, maybe. My friend would have mm. been... And I give a brief description of what she looks like. Mm-hmm. And a brief description of what the other guy looks okay. like. I don't know his name. She probably didn't give you hers. Oh, that was... Those are both very fair points. Ah, well, you know, hon, without a, without a name, or I'm not sure I could tell. How do you know that they're not together? How do you know this isn't just two lovebirds? I know her boyfriend. Wait, are you the boyfriend? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> I said purposefully unconvincingly. <laughs> Give me a persuasion roll. Sure. I'll try that. Nineteen. We've all been there, hon. Don't worry about it. A little birdie told me they're uh, upstairs in 2F. I hand her silver and thank her for her time. (laughs) Oh, good. You are going to bribe this woman. I didn't need to bribe her. I got the information I wanted. This was just, thank you for helping me. You didn't have to do that. Bribes go a long way. Yeah. Just saying. (laughs) Thank you for your help. (laughs) I head up there. We're back in the, the room. Kara, what would you like to do? We're right where we left off. I'm going to stab him again. Okay. Roll the stab. That's great. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Mm. 
Okay. So Darwin, been chilling in the back of the wagon. Yeah. Sam has cleared up his deal. Sniffin's kind of like hopped up and got his front paws on the back of the wagon. He's looking in at you. He's looking happy. His ears are hanging down. They almost always hang down. And uh, you can hear Sam ordering some people to like unload some barrels off of the other cart. Just chilling back here. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. Sorry, I'm boring because I don't want to be seen. Hey, man, I've been there. Not wanting to be seen is a good enough excuse. Okay. You poked Jeremiah real good, right above the belly button. And he's bleeding now down onto you from his gut. Damn. And he's going to... Yes. He's going to reach over and grab the wine glass. Or the glass that was used for the wine. It's not a wine glass. And he's going to attempt to pour some down your throat. So you need to give me strength or dex... Athletics or acrobatics, sorry. That's a crit. Which one are you doing? Acrobatics. Okay. And he manages to just, like, twist and turn, and as he's pouring it, it just gets all over the bed and over your face. You still feel a little woozy, but you don't think you're going to lose consciousness. All right. You go upstairs. Polly goes to the left and to the right. She get, you get the room number, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, There's no little placard saying which ones are which direction. Uh, I pick to the left. And after running down past a few doors, you find 2F. Um, I listen at the door. Okay, perception roll. Just in case she's got it well in hand, I don't want to... Go barging in and ruin it. Yeah. 14. There's clearly a tussle inside. Okay. I try the door. It was locked. Shit. Okay. Um, this is not going to end well for the poor non-strengthy bard, but I try no, to break... Don't, don't try to break the door down. Okay. What am I supposed to do? Oh, should I... Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> I knock. I <laughs> knock. <laughs> Jeremiah and Kara, you hear a knock at the door... Uh, Jeremiah says, A little privacy, please. We're busy. Housekeeping, you want fresh towel? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> did you respond? Um, do I recognize the voice? Are you trying to sound like... Are you trying to... No, no. using would, a voice no, I would just, at all? I would, no, I would use my regular voice. Okay. Like, housekeeping, do you want, you want fresh towels? <laughs> uh, give me a perception roll, real quick. There's a door between you, and you're in the middle of a struggle. Me? Yes. yes. There's there's a chance you may not recognize. No, need, you recognize that. I don't need to perceive myself. <laughs> <laughs> you recognize RNS's voice from the other side of the door. Do you do anything? Do I, do I know what Jeremiah's going to do, but he already got to say something, so it's your turn. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and stab him again. That's my next action. I don't want her to knock the door down and cop bring more attention to us. You're not going to say, no, we're good, or something to me? Because what if you say, don't... Yeah, let me see what I'm going to say. Give me a second. Give me a second. Say anything. I'm coming um, in. Coming in. Uh, I'm going to say, I don't think we need towels, but we might need them in a minute. And I hope he gets my meaning. <laughs> your friend just told you not to come in. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kara, you're struggling with this dude. It's your turn. Stab him. That's a 19 before the addition. No, 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 that, that hits. That hits. And that's a four. You stab him real good between the ribs, and with a last gasp, he's going to try to stab you. He's going to roll one, appropriately enough. And he slumps down. On top of you, and just blood is oozing out of his body onto you. Okay. I want to get him off of me. I, okay, yeah, you can do that. Okay. I'm going to cut my wrist free, since I've got my dagger. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go over to the door, 
I'm going to open it and pull Arnis in really quick. The door opens, Arnis, and you see just Kara blood from shoulder to hip. Hi there. Pull you in. Pull you in. Shut the door. Lock the door. Okay, well, it didn't go how I planned it. Clearly. But he's taken care of. There's some things we should do to improve this situation, though. Arnis, you look over. There's a dude just bleeding out on the floor. He's dead. Just blood is pooling up underneath mm-hmm. him. Where is his shirt in relation to the pool of blood? Mm, he tossed it off into the corner. Okay. And his pants, I'm assuming, are soiled with blood at this point. Uh, yes. Okay. His bag is nearby? It's hanging from the back of the chair. Okay. So I'm going to tell Ernest to grab the bag. Going to... I'm covered in blood at this point. Um, oh, yes. I do have a change of clothes in my bag, which I left by the same chair. Get all of my gear off. I have black common clothes. Okay. Um, so I'm going to change into the pants. I'm going to put his shirt on. I'm going to shift into him. Ooh. Already wearing his clothing. Um, and then Sorry. I'm going to tell Arnis that he may want to leave the room for the next step. The room or to go back to the wagons? What's going on? Just leave, I mean, he's not going to want to see what I'm about to do. I'm going to eat the body. I've already changed shape. He's not going to want to see me deface the corpse so that they don't know who it is. Yeah, I know. Uh, I just, yeah. Okay. You don't want to see this next step. You should step outside. Okay. <sighs> Ernest, do you step outside? Yep. All right. I ask him to take my stuff. Okay. Too, um, and I go to work. Do you give me the bag? Oh, yeah. I, I give Arnest the bag, but I take the mercenary's ring out of it. No, it's the other guy's bag. Do you give her Jeremiah? Do you give no, I give Jeremiah's you bag? everything except for the mercenary's ring. That's the only thing I keep and one of my daggers. Okay. Okay. And I go to work. I strip the, the rest of the guy's stuff off of him. I make him unrecognizable. I leave the ring on him. I wash my hands and I leave the room. What do you want? Performance? No, no, not performance. I'm really torn here. Describe to me how it is you're... Making him unrecognizable. I will decide. Uh, well, I mean, face is basic recognition, so I'm just going to go to work hacking it up. Just going to cut into his face over yeah. and over and over and over yeah. again? All right, give me an attack roll. It's a seven. You cut a couple of huge gashes into his head. Part of his face has been, like, peeled off and is hanging down from the bone. And then with my limited knowledge of bodies and anatomy, I'll put the bowl of water on the floor and put his head in the bowl of water, because that'll help it bloat and look horrible and be really hard to recognize. <laughs> okay. For all other, I thought you were going to say, I put his hand in the water. He peed himself today. <laughs> he died from dehydration from how much he peed himself. <laughs> sure. And then? And then I wash my hands. You just put his bloody-ass face in the oh, well, bowl I- of water. Clean my hands off on the bed or something. Okay. I take the key. I lock the door. I uh, tell Arnis to leave before me. But before he leaves, I tell him to give me a good punch in the face. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Well, I would want to do that too, considering I know why the lady at the front desk thinks I'm here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me an unarmed attack with advantage then. This is just letting you. Any bonus to like unarmed? It will be a strength check now. Yeah, 19. <laughs> Considering uh, my armor is nothing right now because yeah. I'm not wearing anything armored. You reel back, whop him a good one right in the eye, start swelling up from the cheekbone, take a point of damage. 
Okay. I mean, I tell Ernest to leave in a huff, and I'll meet him at the crossroads outside of town. All right. Um, what's up? What are you doing, Ernest? As I leave, I'm, I assume I have to go back past oh, the front desk. Yes. I just walk through the lobby, shaking my head like, bitch. <laughs> and off I go. Uh, s- sir? Sir? And no, nope, I'm out. Okay. Okay. I walk to the front desk, put the keys down on the table, put a gold coin under the table, slide them both across, and I say, the girl's going to need a little while. Give me a deception roll. I needed that to go well. Wait, that was a three, right? I don't know. You hit the table. It bounced. <laughs> I hit it and it bounced. I'm pretty sure it was a three and not a 17. So it's a six. Give me a perception roll. That's a 16. You put this money down on the counter. You slide it to her, saying she's going to need a minute. And this woman on the other side, just in stone face, giving you the evil <laughs> eyes. And she starts to push it back at you. And at that moment, you hear footsteps behind you. And this big old dude, five and a half feet, he's got some gray in his hair. He's a little paunchy. He's got some arms, and he's just taking a swing at the back of your head. Do I know he's there? Oh, yeah, you hear him coming up. Okay. Uh, but you can roll initiative again. Uh, 11. You hear the very distinct sounds of someone coming up to hit you from behind. What do you do? I'm going to coin on the table, and just yell out, Sorry for any trouble, and I, I'm running for the door, and I'm going to use my disengage. Okay. He's going to try to tackle you. As you get to the door, you can roll athletics or acrobatics. Mm, that's a 20. You manage to scroll your way out, and he's kind of huffing and puffing a little bit at the door. He's a little older. He's bursts of energy, not sustained energy. Uh, the door's wide open as you run out. He looks around. He sees, like, a, an empty jar and just kind of hucks it in your direction. <laughs> and stout! As you go running off into the crowd. Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing? I'm getting out of town because I told her, I told Arnest to meet me at the uh, crossroads. Arnest, did you leave town? At the crossroads? I'm assuming there was a crossroads somewhere there was outside a, of town where we could meet. There was a turnoff point. Let me see how far away that was. The dude's waiting for us in town. Yeah, get him, get Darwin, meet me there. It's about a day outside of oh, town. Oh, okay. I got you. It's about a day outside of town. Are you doing those okay, things? Okay, yes, 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 yes. I will do those things. Sorry. You get to say he says, you know, I was really hoping to try to sell a few more things here. I'm sure it's time to go. Is everything okay? Well, you guys are going to get there faster than me. Um, no, but I can't, can't tell you why yet. <laughs> what? Oh, are you in trouble? It's only been like an hour. It's old trouble. Hmm. Let's see. No persuasion. Mr. Bud. Fourteen. So you and Smoothie are discussing leaving early. Darvin, you certainly hear this going on outside of the wagons. Would you like to do anything? What do I hear exactly? Arna's saying, hey, it's time to go. Sam saying he'd like to stay and try to sell some more things. Well, he's got the opportunity. Arna sounds rushed, let's say. You also know that, you know, it's a good idea for you to get out of town because of right. the fact that they're going to start looking for you in earnest pretty soon. I guess I better get out of the cart. Trying okay. to talk some sense into Sam. Okay. Get out of the cart. Sam's there. Is Arnest there? Yeah. 
Hey, Arnis. Everything okay? No, you know it's not. We need to go. Yeah, Sam, I think she's probably right. It's probably mm. about time for us to get going. Mm. Look, Sam, I'm gonna... Well, I mean, I guess I'm hoping to give the horses a little bit more rest, but probably make it till nighttime. Well, uh, we're gonna probably stop at about sundown. Let them rest up for the whole night. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. Let's get out of here, then. I know we're rushing you, but honestly, I... either we all leave together right now, or you're gonna lose your escort. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm. I can't stay here. All right. Can I? Can I get ten minutes? Yes. Just go say goodbye to my buddy. Absolutely. Um, here, I thought you were just all innocent wanderers, and we are. We're looking out for you. Oh. Uh, he heads back into the merchant house. We've got a few minutes before he comes back out. If there's anything you want to do, Darwin, is there anything you want to do? Mm-hmm. He's got a moment of privacy here with uh, with Arnis and Sniffins and the horses. <laughs> Maybe uh, we should have, you know, deceived them a little bit instead of now he thinks we're criminals. We are criminals. Now he knows we're criminals. <laughs> I think it would have been better to acted like it was for his best interests, like there was some threat to him here. He never would have believed us. This is not the first time he's been here, clearly. Like, there's there's no way he would have believed there was a threat to him here. Why not? He doesn't know what you and what's-her-name faced inside. That's true. He also doesn't know why we were gone. Exactly. So he doesn't know what kind of criminal you ran into, what they might have said about the guy with the cord and the cart and the horses. He has no idea what you might have overheard. True. All I'm saying is we could have fabricated something. Maybe it's not too late. I We don't want him thinking we're criminals. It's it's easier for me to deal in the truth than it is to deal in lies. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. I can deceive when I have to, but that's a that's a big old lie. Is it really a lie if it's not the truth? What? That's the, defi- that's the definition of a lie. Wait. What? <laughs> it's alternative truth. Yeah. No, no. No, that's not a thing. It's just a lie. Okay, say the lie, if believed, is for the better of everyone involved. Does it not then become the truth? Consensus does not equal truth. Nope. Just because you tell a lie to five people and they all believe you, it doesn't make it the truth. It's still a lie that five people believed. But if the lie would save their lives and the truth would kill them... And the lie becomes the truth. There's no evidence that the truth here is going to kill him. And I never told him what we did, who is after us, or what is going on. Just that we need to leave. It was an example. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Simple okay. bard. Damn bards and their good with wordiness. Okay. About ten minutes curtsy. past. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I said I don't actually curtsy. I stupid. know, but you still did it physically. So, Kara, after you run out of this little uh, hotel, let's say. Where do you go? Trying to find a crush of people to blend in with so that I can, that will just kind of lead me out of town. Ooh, roll stealth. That's a 24. You're doing quite a good job. Mm-hmm. You in and out, make your way to the gate, head out. You're alone. Well, your group's not there. Not necessarily alone. There's other people. If your aim is to just simply head out, you can head out. I'd like to pick up kind of on my way, if this is possible, through my musings, um, since Arnis has got most of my stuff. Um, uh, change of women's clothing, so I can change back into Kara. You want to go to a store? 
See, I'm a little stressed out, and one of my flaws is that I, one of my things is I find stress relief in pilfering. So, uh, let's see. Well, steal some clothes. Yeah, I'm like thinking from like a clothesline okay. or something. Exactly where I was thinking from. <laughs> As you head out, you look to the left, and that's the way towards the exit, but you look to the right, and there's certainly more living quarters down there, and a few houses have clotheslines out front with clothes hanging from them. Yeah, I want to see if I can, you know, stealth up, get myself a, a dress to wear as Kara, and get out of time, and then get out of Dodge. Can I stealth check? Uh, we'll use that stealth to get there. Okay. But I will need a sleight of hand for you to steal shit. No problem. That's a ten. You grab onto this rather thick fabric dress. It's like four or five just layers of cotton. And you pull down on it from the cord, and it catches on the clothespin a little bit. You have to yank extra hard, and when you pull it free, it goes... And someone from that house just opens the door. What are you doing with my mom's dress? <laughs> oh, hey, kid, sorry. Uh, throw it at him and run. <laughs> okay. Uh, now we'll need another stealth roll for you yeah. to get to the gate. Aww, you weren't able to steal that poor kid's mom's dress. 25? 25. Oh, yeah. You make it back out to the gate, relatively unseen, and you're out front. There are people coming in and out. A lot of soldiers, mostly. A few civilian types. What you doing? I'm trying to find a mark in the crowd. To do what? That might have... Um, stealing clothing is going to be challenging. I'm just going to keep heading out. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to head out at a normal pace. And then once I'm kind of far enough out of town where there's light foot traffic, I'll head over into the uh, into the woods and shift. All right. Darwin and Arnis. Sumudio's returned. He's turning the wagon around. You sure we can't stay just a little? Trust yes. Me. Trust me, dude. How about how about going to uh, going down to Old Barberry? It's not the fort. They make real good cheese bread. <laughs> it's like three or four hours south of here. No, it's less than that. Maybe, maybe like if you were walking up with the cart, we get there in like an hour. Sure. For a little while, it should be okay. There's real food there. There's real people there. Well, no no offense to you guys, but you know, I'm on the road a lot. I like to meet lots of people. I like to talk to them. Sound good? Yes. Okay. Where's the... She'll meet us. One. We're at... We'd planned on meeting on the crossroads coming out of town, but considering we're in a cart and she's on foot, we may just meet up with her on the road. All right. Hey, Oscar. Yes? forgot my name was Oscar. Why don't you run ahead and find your friend? We'll meet you halfway. we got to turn before we get back to the main road if we're going to head down to Old Barberry. Wait, you want me to go find? <laughs> no offense to arms here. It looks like you could... Make it out there a little bit quicker. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, but, I mean, um... Uh, <laughs> you know her, right? You two are friends or something? Actually, Sam, I should go. I don't think she would respond well to... Well, all all right, man, if you want. If you really want. You want to come join me up front here? Um... It's still on me. Is up front visible? Yes. As in sitting at the front of the wagon with him behind the four horses. No, I, uh... <laughs> You're the most conspicuous, inconspicuous dude ever. I'm good back here for now. Thanks. Alright, alright, alright. Get into the back. Still in that middle wagon? Yeah. Okay. Get into the middle wagon, or the front wagon. 
And start moving out of Fort Barbary. Arnis rushing off ahead. He's giving the horses lots of time. He's being gentle, slow. He's not in a rush. He makes money whenever he gets to stop in a city, so as far as he's concerned, hey, it was just payday. Time to take it easy. And uh, what do you want to do with Kara out there? Me? Yes, you, Arnis. Uh, I'm just catching up with her. Right. Just making sure Kara has all of her stuff for turning back and... Yeah, and I, yeah. I want to, you know, clean my armor as best I can before I head into a town. It's purposely dyed red because it's often covered in blood. Because of what I do. Alright, so the two you meet up, Arnis, and Kara say, Wagon's back here, we gotta go back and meet up with them. And then we're going to turn off the main road. And uh, you spend the rest of the day. You turn off of that path, that road that leads to Fort Barber. And you go on this dirt trail, basically. It's still wide enough for a wagon. And in the distance, next to the coast, actually, you can see a very small, quaint town, Old Barber. On the signs leading into the town, there are a couple of very brightly colored butterflies painted onto it. A small hand-painted sign that says Butterfly Festival in three weeks. Hmm. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland, spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. If you want to reach out to us personally, you can find us on Twitter at Podcast or email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook, where you can like and follow us, or just chat with some awesome people. Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next time. Say we took care of the letters and shit that we uh, stole. Are you keeping them with you? Uh, my plan is to burn the letters and huck the stones as far into the forest as I can, or throw them into uh, the ocean. <laughs> if we're, I if mean, we're coastal, I'd throw them into the ocean. You can, but I think maybe you guys would want to do an arcana check on these stones first. Uh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. On the off chance that you want to keep them, but if you are intent on just hucking them into the bay, sure. To give you guys a sense of where you're at. So you guys all started out here in Karami, and you came down here to Fort Barberry. Uh, Old Barberry is just like right there, just a little bit south of that. Yeah, that's a good week or so of travel on there. Each of these is a ways. It's about 125-ish miles in a square. Uh, so. Damn.
So yeah, you guys are going there. Well, you guys are there right now, just outside of the city. Cool. Nice. Anything? All sorts of places on that you don't know about. <laughs> yeah, we're on the run. Mm-hmm. You are on the run. I failed the seduce a dude. And, and he failed to drug you. Thank God. To be clear, mm-hmm. he was drugging you so to he could capture your friends. Yes. yes. I'm fully aware that he was not drugging me to get inappropriate with me. Okay, good. So I'm like, this might come off as a little bit... But no. Seeing as both of us had the intention to kill each other, I don't think that came across that way. He mostly just wanted to... He figured you'd sell out those other people. Well, that was fun. Oh, you've got your hands on those flyers now, too. I could tell you what those said uh, yeah, next we'll time, too. Do that. just want to see how much your friends here are worth. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to turn them in. Well, maybe not you. you guys are killing me. But you got to meet Sniffins. Sniffins. Yeah. Waiting for him. And we're now on an, a road trip. Uh, we're on a mission from God. <laughs> on a mission from get. Uh, we're on a mission for money. I'm on a mission from God. I'm terribly curious what his God thinks of my actions. Hey, if you guys ever want to get into a philosophical, religious type oh, debate. No. He doesn't need to know any more about me than he already knows. No. I'm sure at some point that'll get found out. I'm waiting for the day when we have the same target. I still don't know how my targets are chosen. Well, I guess I don't know how yours are either. But I assume you do. Mine are usually paid for. <laughs> People say, yo, we want this person dead. And I provide a service. I have a very unique set of skills. Shut up. <laughs> so unique that there's a book about these skills that other people can use to guide them along it. My profession is not so cynical. We don't kill for money. We kill for justice and for the natural order of things. Oh, Lord. God. I don't know about justice. God is justice. You, in your career here in the city, admitted to killing 60 people. Damn, you killed way more than I have. Now, lately, that's not true. But overall... Including a 14-year-old child who, admittedly, was very ill... And was in for a long, painful death. It was a mercy kill. Well, I wouldn't... I challenge you to find a jury anywhere in the world saying that's justice. It might be mercy. It's not justice. Mercy is justice. (laughs) No, it is in fact not. Okay, crazy person. Mercy is recognizing what is just and then not doing it. Not doing it? For example, you stole a bunch of shit to feed your family, you should go to jail, but we are merciful and say, hey, we don't want people starving to death, so we're just going to give you a slap on the wrist. No, you shouldn't go to jail. That's not just. It is just, because that's the punishment for theft. But law does not dictate what is just. That is exactly That is actually the definition of the law and justice. But no, it's not. The definition of justice is doing that, which is right. The, I'm the saying criminal law. justice system is about like, we do, we codify right and wrong, and if yeah, you break but, it, this is what happens. But if you look up the word justice, it doesn't mean that there's a legislative body that gets to decide what's just and what's not. So the law isn't always just. That is true. The law can be Unjust. That's what I'm saying. Because it is possible to make unjust laws. So because people have to resort to thievery because of income inequality, that shouldn't even be a topic. Of what if it's not income inequality? That makes you... Well, your family doesn't have food, so you steal it. What if you also still have the money for it? Okay, that's different. But that wasn't the example you used. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> real philosophical here all of a sudden. 
I'm just saying, Jean Valjean is an example of a man who was given justice and not mercy, and then who was given mercy and justice pursued him. He was sent to jail. He got out. I I disagree. I don't think there's anything wrong with stealing food to survive. I don't think there's anything unjust about it. <laughs> Trying to apply laws that shouldn't apply is what's unjust. I think that the I people think, then that don't have access to food because you stole it might disagree with you. <laughs> I, I think you're merging <laughs> just morality and justice, and being, those two don't always overlap. Being yeah, they should. Over here. The moral thing is to really say, care. if you're hungry, you should have access to food. If justice doesn't overlap with morality, then it's not justice. That's not true at all. False. <laughs> no. Justice just means that which is right. Yeah, except that as defined. Except by what, that as defined by yeah. what? Yeah, that's dictionary. No, 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 no. no, no. no justice. No, yeah, well, well, is what's right like, as defined. Well, well, right. Who so, defines? So it's defines what so it's obviously subjective. Yeah. That is subjective in terms of law, whereas morality is just. It's also subjective in other ways. Just based on, hey, what would be the best thing for? Everybody? Yeah, it'd be great if everybody had like you know education and food and healthcare. So people say, well, yeah, you know, if you pay for it, it's like those can both be just. One of them is far more moral than the other. Okay, now I gotta look up the definition of justice. I'm basing this on a, a paper I wrote in like 11th grade where I did the stupid student thing and started out by looking up the definition and defining the word. Oh, man. Well, actually, English dictionary defines justice. Yep. I hate when my kids do that. I know, no one told me not to do it, but quite. It's better than starting with a question. Oh, what is justice? My favorite is when you get, what is justice? Webster's Dictionary defines justice as... And I'm like, Webster's Dictionary? Have you ever... Just behavior treatment. Well, you can't define justice with the word just. Sorry, dictionary. I was reading... What was it that I was reading that where the... It was something in one of your textbooks. I can't remember what it was then. <sighs> And they define the word with itself. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. In a fucking textbook, you do this? I still back my opinion because it says so a concern pissed. for, you're right, justice, which will ignore peace and genuine respect for people, fairness, justness, fair play, fair mindedness, equity, even handedness, impartiality. None of that has to do with this. Why does this do this? Those codification. Have, yeah, those all have a lot of different gradations of meaning. Yeah. Like fairness. It's like, well, is it fair to treat everybody? equally in every single circumstance or is it fair that the person who made that bread gets paid for it right i'm just i don't even remember where we started now <laughs> man <either. laughs> just like mm-hmm. philosophy philosophy arguments are fun 